Hey folks, it's Pete Trubis, the world's OK starting strength coach, here to talk to you a few things before this episode. New gyms keep getting added to the list, but our current holdup is being able to fill them with starting strength certified coaches. And since we won't lower our standard for coaching, we're going to grow our own. There's plenty of apprenticeship opportunities out there currently and in upcoming gyms. So if you're interested, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com, click on the coach tab, fill out the form so you can speak to our recruiter, Anna Capel, and she'll let you know what opportunities are available. There's also a map there to show you what's on the board and what's coming up. Along with that, we have our coaches prep course. It's an online preparatory course that's designed to help get you ready for the starting strength coach certification. It's open to any level. You're assigned a starting strength coach mentor. You'll have to go through 23 different modules, including academic written assignments, as well as coaching assignments, where you film yourself coaching different aspects of the lift and get real feedback from a starting strength coach mentor. It's a great opportunity to learn for somebody that is not able to coach in a starting strength gym or somebody that is becoming an apprentice. It is a great compendium to the apprenticeship program. So to check that out, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the coaching tab and you'll find the prep course information there. Lots of opportunity on the horizon, folks, so don't miss out. Enjoy the episode. Mildly entertaining, somewhat obscure guests, relatively interesting topics, semi-professional production quality, reasonably well-informed commentary, a great value for the money, hundreds of fans all around the world. It's the Starting Strength Gyms podcast with your host, Ray Gillenwater. Ray Gillenwater here at Starting Strength Boise with one of our members, Denise. It is Denise's 60th birthday today. Uh, Denise is a retired MD. She uh, is a strong woman and she's got kind of an interesting story. So I thought we'd bring her onto the YouTube channel today and say hello. So hello. Hi. <laughs> Denise, what, what, uh, what brought you here? What, what prompted you to start training here? Well, you know, a, a couple of years ago, I uh, started breaking bones. So I had a fairly significant leg break right in the knee joint, mm. uh, uh, trying to mountain bike. And then uh, about 18 months ago, I was skiing and I fell backwards and uh, found out that I had broken my wrist. So, and I thought, well, I'm an active person and I did these while being active. It's probably no big deal, you know. But then I thought, you know, I bet 15 years ago, if I had gotten knocked off my feet cross-country skiing, I wouldn't have snapped my wrist, mm -hmm. you know. So yep. it became apparent and I, that I needed to get stronger. Right. So did you know at the time with your medical background that the process of strength training actually makes your bones denser? Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, I've always known that. And I've told people over the years, mm. uh, you know, do strength training and do strength training. But there has not been, I didn't know what exactly to tell them. Was that common when you were doing your practice? Because in my experience, uh, a GP recommending strength training is kind of a more recent phenomenon. Were you ahead of the curve there or was that standard practice you know, at the I, time? I don't know that it was standard practice, but there were references and there were people who had written about uh, uh, using a nursing home population, people who couldn't live independently, mm. and having them do some basic strength training, and it's the ones you, you probably figured with yeah. the barbells and getting out of a chair, and even doing that, they got stronger, their, uh, their mood was better, their cognitive function was better, yeah. so I was aware of that. Right. Uh, but nobody suggested barbell training. So. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we just did a, one of these interviews with Sylvia, another gal here at the gym, 
And she told a story about how uh, she was having more and more trouble just standing up, like getting yeah. up off the pot. Yeah. And um, yeah. at one point, she had to use the restroom, and there wasn't a handicap stall available. Mm -hmm. There was no railing. Mm -hmm. She said she damn near ripped the toilet paper dispenser off the wall trying to get up off right. the pot. Right, right. And then during the interview, she did one of these. She's like, look, I can get up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it makes a huge difference. There's defining moments when <laughs> Absolutely. you need to do something. Yeah. So what, so what strength training did you recommend back when, by the way? You know, no specific program, because uh -huh. I don't know that there were, but simply, you know, you know, if you look in the back of some of these books, yep. you know, and even now, they have a series of dumbbell exercises mm -hmm. that you can do, and often getting up and down, holding a dumbbell, and that kind of thing. Better so, than nothing. So it, it sure is. Yeah. It's, it's a good start. Yep. And that's what I found, too, and that's what I would be recommended. Even after I did the fractures and I went to my nonprofit gym, and which was helpful, I did the circuit and stuff, mm. because that's what I could do. I was not, not weight-bearing on the leg initially, and that was good. But then you reach a point when you're not making any more progress, and that's all they have to, uh, uh, to offer. Yeah, so. you kind of plateau pretty quickly doing yeah. that, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I love about what we're doing in here is the incremental progress you can make with the yeah. infinitely scalable barbell, right? That is really cool. Yeah. So. What's your point of view on this? What, what's your, once you got exposed to this program, I would love to hear just your you know, kind of medical professional's view on what this is all about and how it works and what the benefits are. Yeah, and you know, it's funny when you're looking for something, sometimes you find what you're looking for, you know, because I remember I was like, you know, gosh, you know, I need to find something else to do because I'm not getting anywhere and uh, um, I don't think I'm getting stronger. And, you know, you go to the gym and you got your three exercises that you got, maybe got from YouTube, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's somebody sitting on one of the machines you want to use and the mm -hmm. other one, you know, and, and I'm not even sure if that's going to do anything once I get through. How yeah. do you measure so, progress, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw you guys as, probably on social media, Starting Strength. It's a great title. <laughs> and, and then read about it uh, and read about how you use compound lifts multiple muscles in the best possible way to minimize injury and emphasize strength. Mm -hmm. The quickest, really, because you're, you're recruiting more muscles. Yeah. Did you read this on the website, by the way? I uh, read, I probably looked into it from the website. I probably went to some starting strength references. Okay, gotcha. I, yeah, because yeah, we, our website is a little bit controversial in the, in the web world, mm -hmm. because typically in the fitness industry especially, you want things really dumbed down. Mm -hmm. And we took a bit of a risk by actually explaining things in detail on the website mm -hmm. and assuming that our audience is smart enough to understand what we're trying to talk yeah. about. So yeah. I'm glad to hear that it worked. And, and uh, our whole thing is we just try to be honest about the nature of the situation, um, which is, you know, we're just talking about math and biology essentially yeah. here. Um, so it's great when people like you hear the message and come and get to reap the benefits. Yeah, well, the other thing that, that you, you mentioned, which, which is in your literature, is that especially things like the squat and the other exercise too, they emphasize the posterior chain, mm -hmm. the hamstrings, the hips, and you know, pulling the weight so when you are someone who you need to get up from a low position, you're not collapsing into your knees, which is, and that's exactly what I needed to do. Uh, and, and that has happened too. Yep. Uh, much better at getting down and, and, and getting up. It took a while. <laughs> right, yeah. So. Speaking of which, how long have you been training here now? You know, I think it's been about eight months. Uh-huh. Yeah. And what were your numbers when you started, and what are you doing now? Yeah, I will show you here. The only compound barbell lift that I had done in the past was the, uh, the bench press. Oh, okay. And so I started out at 45 for five for that. Not bad. Empty bar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at 55 for five for the squat, mm -hmm. 65 for the deadlift, 
and the press was uh, 40 pounds. Cool, not a bad press. So yeah. you weren't, you weren't uh, unbelievably weak. You know, you were you yeah. were in okay shape, yeah. but your bone density had, was clearly uh, not what it used to be. What it be. used to be, and I, yeah. well, you know, I had used crutches for a couple of months, and I, you know, so I figured that had to do, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had to do something for the upper body, but it didn't do enough. So. Right, right. And then what what are you lifting now? Uh, so let's see. This week I deadlifted two twelve and a half point five for five. So let's just stop there for a sec. Yeah. What does what does that feel like? So it is. Uh, uh, you know, it's fun when uh -huh. you do these things. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to do it. Right. And it is programmed. You guys tell us what we need. We don't make this up. You guys tell us this is what you can do next time. And so all you got to do is show up and <laughs> we're not guessing and 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 do uh do the things you tell us to do right so, and right. it's almost always successful in fact it's always successful because you change it up if you need to and that's still a win so what what would your buddies say that are not familiar with what you're doing here if you told them that you're picking up 212 pounds off the floor five times yeah well you know they're impressed and they're worried about my back right so yeah <laughs> and what what uh as an MD, what do you? What's your rebuttal if they if they come up with that? Hey, what about your back? Uh, you know, misunderstanding. Yeah, well, doing this correctly as you teach it uh, to strengthening slowly. You don't, you don't you don't jump up to a number like this. This is over eight months, uh, and using the very small increments that you have available in mm -hmm. this gym, mm -hmm. that it does not. Uh, uh, that my back is stronger and it has not been injured. So right. the whole posterior. You know, I think my hair grows more now that I'm doing that. <laughs> you from, yeah, it probably changes from, your yeah, hormonal situation. From, from everything, you right, know. So, right. so uh, it, it, has, it has not injured my back. And, and you guys take care with people. There's variations. Mm -hmm. this, you base this on a three-by-five mm -hmm. uh, model, but that's not all you do. And everybody that I exercise with here and do the routines with, everybody's doing something different mm. because it's being programmed for them on that particular day. This is not a one-size-fits-all situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what would your peers from your your previous career, so in the medical community, what what would your peers say if you told them you were deadlifting 212? Would that be something that would be understood and accepted, or would that be like, oh, you know, you're going to hurt yourself, or what? Yeah, I think most of them would be, uh, uh, might be surprised, and, and there were, I didn't know any women well, there, are, there certainly are, you mm. know, but I just didn't know any that were weight training. But there were some of the guys that would probably be, you know, sure. Right. Yeah. 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 There's a video going around YouTube now where a young gal, a gal is at a commercial gym and she deadlifts 405 pounds and all the guys that look at her just yeah. gawking at her. <laughs> so, you know, you guys can do this too. And yeah. um, I think the, the older you are and the more female you are, the more you need this mm -hmm. because of the hormonal situation and the bone density loss and the muscle mass loss. And yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. So what about your squat? Let's see the squat. Man, that is that is a very challenging exercise. I'm doing... It's my uh, least favorite, by the yeah. way. Most important, <laughs> but least favorite. Uh, 187.5 for two reps. Right. Now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to do next time 190, uh, and I'm going to do singles. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Uh, singles, doubles, triples. Good if you're female, good if you're older. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, and what about your bench and your press? Uh, my bench uh, today, uh, 121 for three reps. Right. Yeah. 121. Yeah. That's a yeah. damn good bench. Yeah. That's... You know, 135 is considered a pretty a pretty damn good bench for a woman of any age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so eventually, uh, eventually, yeah. it's, it's You're getting going there. going uh, one pound, you know, at a time right, right now, which yep. is which is how it's moving. So that's pretty cool. Fantastic. So, yeah. And how about your press? Uh, the press 91. 
and I am doing singles on that. So I did seven singles. That's a hell of a press. A hundred is considered quite strong yeah. for a woman to press overhead. Yeah, so I'm working on that. So. Were you uh, an athlete when you were younger? Those numbers are, are a bit above average, I think. You know, I, you know, again, I enjoyed trying to do strength training and uh, getting opportunities to do, do things, but it was never these complex movements. I did um, track and running, and I do cross-country skiing now. Right, so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any particular goals in mind for weight on the bar? Well, you know, as you mentioned, getting up to those next round numbers, that mm -hmm. becomes fun to put the next big plate on the bar. Mm -hmm. So that's probably uh, uh, something to do to keep progressing toward that. 225 deadlift, 200-pound yeah. yeah. squat, 135 bench, 100-pound yeah. press. Yeah, 100-pound press. That'd be a pretty cool accomplishment. Yeah, eventually yeah. doing that. So, And the thing is you can, keep, you, know, you can keep moving because when you think about it, if you've got your, you know, the, the dumbbells, mm. the dumbbells we had at home for the last couple of years, if you're using a 10-pound dumbbell and you want to increase it, you want to, you know, if you're lucky, you have a 12. Sure. That's 20%. Yep. Or if you go to a 15, that's 50% more. Right. You know. Right. Whereas here, you know, you guys can program this. We're going up 1%, mm -hmm. and we're successful. And then you come back and you go up again, and and you just keep coming back, and uh, uh, and all of a sudden you look back and, and you you've come quite some ways. You're exactly right. Yeah. It's not it's not uh, it's not only what what you mentioned, which is correct, which is the fact that. You know, if you're doing anything else that cannot be incrementally loaded as precisely as what we can do in here, that, of course, is going to come to a grinding halt quickly. Mm -hmm. But the other thing, of course, is um, when you're doing an isolation movement like a bicep curl, mm -hmm. uh, you're not using much muscle mass. Um, right. And, and it's not over a very long range of motion. And uh, yeah. that means you can't use very much weight. And those are our three criteria. Longest effective range of motion, most amount of muscle mass to move as much weight as possible to provide that systemic stress that's going to yeah. cause you to recover and adapt and then get better for next time. Yeah. So speaking of that process, you've been going through the stress recovery adaptation cycle about three times a week now for the better part of a year. Yeah. How has yeah. that affected your day to day? Yeah. You know, again, it's fun. You, you have more energy. Um, sleep pretty good, trying to sleep good, because, you, it, it, uh, you know, at my age, you know, as an old babe, you know, I, <laughs> I read that, you know, you know, it's, uh, you got to eat good and you got to sleep good, yeah, so, yeah. and you got to get enough protein in, so, which yep. I was at about half what you recommended when I started, so that's been a goal to do that. Uh, I can get down and up, mm -hmm. and, and that squat is just a tremendous exercise, and initially I thought, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was way <laughs> this is above my pay grade. Right. And they just that you just gradually work into it uh, over over time. Mm. So uh, so yet yeah, being able to get down and up, of course, being able to pick up things. You mm -hmm. know, you uh, pick up the fertilizer and the dog food out of the back of the car. That's a that's good to be able to to do. When I cross country skied this year. Um, I, what I found, initially it was hard because I was adding these long workouts to the workouts I was doing here. Mm. And they did, I, they did notice that and they changed things up. So I wasn't doing, say, a deadlift right after I'd skied, mm, you know, yep. so, and that helped. Gotcha. And what I found is that my, my balance and my stability were probably the biggest factors. Right. I just didn't fall as much. I didn't and, fall hardly at all. And not falling as much and having yeah. denser bones equals way less risk of having a catastrophic yeah. break of some kind. Yeah, I could do, you know, the bracing and the things that, that you need to do in all these lifts. I thought, wait a minute, I can do that right now. And uh, it was very helpful. And so that was fun. And I'd I'm, I'm, uh, like to see what happens next year uh, hmm. after another year of training. Hell yeah. yeah. And then have you noticed anything else when it comes to your capability, maybe any measurements bone density-wise, how you feel, how you look, anything like that? Yeah, you know, I haven't really taken precise 
medicine uh, or measurements, you know, again, you know, us old babes, we don't care quite as much about the measurements, but I, but I will tell you that uh, when I put on like dress clothes, which uh, I found that the waist fits good, mm -hmm. uh, the butts filled out. It's a little uh, bit tighter around the butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I have, I decided coming into this because I needed to increase my protein and then these exercises were all new to me. Mm. And so I decided, you know, I'd like to lose weight, but I don't think I'm going to try that right now because it's going to be too much to try to do. Right. And so I tried to eat healthy, get the protein in. And I gained about a pound a month for the first six months or so. I gained somewhere between five and seven pounds. As your waist is shrinking, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I've held that uh, for the last maybe two, three months, you right. know, since right. the first of the year. It's kind of st my weight stayed about the same. Yep. So. Uh, but know, yeah, but the clothes fit better. So there you go. We, we could <laughs> just start marketing this thing towards young women and say that uh, you get a small waist and a big butt, which would be fine. That'd probably yeah. be pretty successful. But yeah. uh, a lot of people are already doing that. And I think that that's kind of a nice side effect. I think the, the foundational systemic changes that, that you experience from doing this program are what Being really stronger. counts. Yeah. Well, you know, shoulders, uh, arms, you mm. know, and the thing with accessories it's not that you can't do them here, and you guys will program in appropriate accessories for people, but the, especially the biceps, and you know, they're boring for one thing, you're mm. going and doing these things, and there really isn't any need to say, do biceps exercises here, or calf raises, or abdominal exercises. Right. And crunches are boring, you know? Right, right, and they're not <laughs> and, good for an older yeah. back. They're really not. Yeah. As Rip but, says, don't wiggle the thing around. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you get the, the, the development of those muscles by doing the complex exercises. So that's Which really is, cool. It's a, it's a very good insight that you have there, and it's, mm -hmm. it's such a gigantic misunderstanding of yeah. people that have never gone through the process. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I started this, my wrist and my upper arm were about the same diameter, mm -hmm. and I don't do bicep curls or chins, or not much anyways. So I'll yeah. sneak some in here and there, but. Yeah. Um, you know, that when you bench press, your biceps get bigger. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. When you squat and deadlift with the back angle that we prescribe, yeah. your abdominal muscles have to engage to prevent right. your spine from shifting out of position. Right. So they yeah. work the way they're intended to work, which is isometrically. Yeah. Um, and this is all stuff that's not intuitively obvious until you start thinking about it and experiencing it for yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's efficient too because it's so confusing to go into the gym and there's all this equipment and what do you do with it, you know? Right. So right. this is a very efficient process. You come in, you do what you're told, yep. Yep. <laughs> finish it, and you come back the next time. So right. you've right. got excellent equipment and, and it's, it's, very it's a very productive time. Yep, so you're in here, you've got the equipment that you need, mm -hmm. you've got the program laid out for you, yeah. and then the coach is here so that yeah. there's no confusion, so that your technique is perfect mm -hmm. and your programming is precisely defined for your specific situation. Yep, exactly. Um, what has what that been like? Can you tell me about the coaches here and, and uh, what it's yeah. like having a coach on the platform they are with you? Really good, yeah. really good, and, and uh, you know, much better than any sort of a personal trainer, which occasionally I had tried and you just didn't get anywhere, you know? Yep. So really good, and, and they go through extensive training. Hmm. And in, in talking with our head coach here as he was preparing to finish his, you know, his oral exams, mm -hmm. I mean, these are anatomy and physiology questions that you know, I had to think about. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So very precise, and they keep an eye on you. And initially coming in, you know, I didn't know for sure, and I'd get ready to do something, and you'd hear the voice, you know, mm. you know <laughs> telling you what your angle should be and watching all, basically all the lifts yep. when you start. And yep. then initially, or eventually, you can do some warm-ups on your own. But they watch all the lifts. Mm -hmm. 
and so you can progress. It's, so you get the best of both worlds. It's like you're having a, a private session, for, right. you know. Right. And, but there's other people here who you get to know, which is fun. You get to see their successes. And you get to see, you know, that, that to, for example, nobody, even, even the, these young guys, man, that are getting so strong, they don't start out necessarily knowing how to do squat. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it's just good to see from one end to the other that everyone uh, uh, needs to, to, to understand how to do things first. So. It's a good vibe in here. Yeah. And you were yeah. in the noon session for a bit, yeah. which was all gals roughly yeah. in your age mm -hmm. group. And then that got yeah. so busy, some of you had to branch off. So you're right. doing the 9.30 a.m. now, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that works well. You know, I wanted to ask you about um, your medical opinion on this as kind of preventative medicine, because my point of view is that there's not, there's not much or anything really that I can think of that's out there that can, that can create this level of physiologic change, um, this level of systemic, uh, you know, positive change mm -hmm. as far as um, your bone density, your muscle mass, the neurological stuff you mentioned, yeah. and then all the stuff that that um, affects in your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. So I'm just, I just kind of wonder, as an MD who's seen lots of people suffer from uh, diseases of lifestyle, being sedentary, poor diet, um, yeah. Lots of people trying to do different things to prevent injury and prevent illness. Um, what, how does this stack up for you? What do you think? How do you think this fits into that? If, if that if that question makes sense. Yeah, and you know, and, and, as, and as you guys have mentioned in the program, you can titrate this like a medicine. Yeah. You know, you you can quantify it. So I, I think it's, it's a very good idea for almost anyone uh, to be able to do. All right, doctor's orders. Yeah. You heard it from Denise. Yeah, yeah. And then you know what a privilege because you guys opened up a franchise, you know, in my city. You right. know, so you know that's that's really nice. Yep. That, that that was a uh, something really to take advantage of. Yeah, kudos yeah. to Dave Fox for yeah. uh, talking me into Boise. Yeah, because I thought this market was yeah. too small, but um, mm -hmm. it's growing fast. Yeah, growing I saw fast. that and I thought, you know, I got to take a chance on this because this looks really good. Yeah. And then you know, and then. You guys are not you're not high uh, high sell. You know this is a month to month mm -hmm. uh, commitment. So yep. I can do it for a month, and then I just kept coming back. If you don't want to yeah. be in here, we don't want you either. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be here, yeah. we will help you get better. And yeah. you can cancel any time. That's our that's our kind of spiel. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no one likes to be sold. You know. Yeah. Um, that's why we don't have a sales desk. We don't have a receptionist. It's like no. this place is to train. No, no, you don't. Yeah. You, you you do that. I did the introductory session and everything, and then I'm like, you know. So do you think I can come back? You know, they didn't. <laughs> right, right. There's no pressure we'll at Wait all. for you to ask. So, <laughs> so, so that was very nice too. It's 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 a very special program. So I think it's good to get the word out and and uh, uh, get people in yeah. because once you get here, it's not. It is a little scary coming through the doors. You know, the first few times, but yeah. the first time at least. So especially if your coach John Dowdy's deadlifting 585 or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so that's actually one of our our problems is. Um, in my mind, you are the future of the brand. Uh, women in your specific situation are the future of the brand because um, this has such a profound effect on your longevity and your quality of life. Um, the, the issue is not everybody has your medical background to go and analyze the logic and make sure the theory mm -hmm. is sound before taking the plunge to experience yeah. the practice yeah. in person. Um, what do you what do you what do you think about that? How do how do we demystify this or reduce the fear um, from a, a woman who has not been exposed to this kind of thing and thinks that maybe barbells are too intimidating, too scary, might hurt you? Just curious if you have any opinion on how we. I mean, this this video is kind of part of the idea is mm -hmm. spreading yeah, the message. Get, but how yeah. else do we do we let people know in your age group that hey, this is. Uh, 
this is not scary. Um, it's quite safe, mm -hmm. and it will be extraordinarily useful to you. Well, you know, I think it's a process, and I think the time between, often, but between someone, they think they might need to make a change, and making a change is, is often, there's a, a period of time, mm. and then there's a trigger, like not get, being able to get up from the toilet, or yeah. breaking a bone, and then seeing your ad, you know, at, a, at an opportune time. Yeah. So, so I, I think that, that uh, these, are, these are small, well-run gyms so certainly you know word of mouth you yep. know yep. and I do talk to people and some people are more ready than others but then they come back and they ask questions so it doesn't happen immediately um, but I think probably some of the people I know will come in uh, and check you out well we'll keep spreading yeah. the message and we've got well, a bunch of cool stories coming in addition to this one so we've got a guy that just joined us named Greg he saw a podcast episode I did called email from a triggered member mm -hmm. where I basically uh, read an email that a prospective member sent to one of our franchise owners saying that the strong people are harder to kill quote on the mm -hmm. wall offended her and so she decided to not proceed with her membership yeah and oh, so i just i, like, I have the t-shirt I, I i like that I yeah think i mean <laughs> for people like me and you that's motivating yeah, and that's the idea yeah, you know yeah. um so this guy in town sends me an email and said i just i really love your message that's good stuff and i noticed in his signature it said boise idaho so i was like well come down to the gym. He came down to the gym same day and he comes hobbling in on a cane. Mm -hmm. And then I got to hear his story. So he broke yeah. his neck when he was a kid. Yeah. Have you met this guy, Greg? I have not met him. Yeah, I would he's like a hell to. of a guy. Yeah. Um, and he's strong too. He's bench pressing 175 mm -hmm. on day one. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no quit in this guy. There's no telling this guy he can't do something. You know, his PTs are telling him uh, not to do too much and kind of accept his situation. And he's mm -hmm. like, no, no, I'm getting rid of this cane. Yeah. And I'm going to use the starting strength program to get rid mm -hmm. of this cane, mm -hmm. to get rid of my cane. And he's, he's maybe two weeks in, and he had a real bad lean. Um, and he's already straightening out. Yeah. He's standing up with better posture. And um, it's just, I love this part of my job. Yeah. I just, it's so much fun to it's, see how it benefits people, and that's going to be a fun story. And you know, at any age, because, you, you know, I don't think I was offered any type of program. I know I wasn't in mm. my 30s, or because I would have been interested, but it just wasn't around, yep. you know. But, you know, anybody, and you get, you know, the, the classes are mixed, so, you know, the young men and women that come in, I mean, they are money. I mean, they are money in a program like this. They can get so strong and get so much confidence doing the same things I'm doing, and then they blow past me, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely for you know, anybody of any age can really come in and, and, and uh, uh, get to looking and, and feeling better. So. And it helps your dating <laughs> prospects too. It's how I met my wife. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her squatting at the gym one day and she, she was looking down. I was like, oh shit, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. sparked the initial interest. And a couple other things, but we won't mention those on the, on the podcast. Yeah, no, she's, so. she's um, I'm trying to think if I've met her in person, but you know, the video you did, I liked that a lot. You yeah. know, she was doing heavy singles. Yeah. On, I thought, well, that's cool, you know. She's five so. foot three, she weighs 130-ish pounds, yeah. and she's deadlifting over 200 like you yeah. and squatting roughly what you're at. And yeah. actually, your numbers are pretty damn close to each other uh, uh -huh. between uh -huh. the press, bench, squat, and deadlift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's 32, so mm -hmm. kudos to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so we have a, a little surprise for you because oh. it's your birthday. Okay. So let's, uh, the big, let's, let's cue the, the birthday big cake. 6-0. Yeah. <laughs> hey, with a candle and everything. Is this a fruit tart from Michelle or what? This is a fruit tart. I got you from a fruit tart. <laughs> hey. Well, thank Happy you. Happy birthday. Thank I'd you sing very for you, but much. No one wants to yeah, hear but that, we don't so. want that, do no. we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. This has been uh, really fun. Yeah. 
I hope I, I hope I can get a, a cake next year too. So <laughs> thank uh, you. No guys. one cares about six to one, Denise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. You this get a big one every decade at this it, point. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Hey, it was really nice talking to you. Yes. And it's a pleasure yeah. to have you in the gym. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 really fun. Thanks it's for really telling a neat your story, thing to have found. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll yeah. check in with you if you get a DEXA scan and Thank you. show that you're in the top one percent of your of your age group for bone density. Um, Got to get those things on the roster this year. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Denise. Okay. Yep. Great.